This is Opposite Attractions, Season 2, Episode 1. This week's challenge, design a new theme park. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Opposite Attractions, the happiest podcast on Earth. I am your host, Scotty Moore, joined, as always, by the Imagineer in Training. Should we give you... Imagineer in Training in Training. I think I'm still... I think I'm in training to be in training. (laughs) In Training Squared, it is Jim Murphy. (laughs) Yes. I'm here. I'm I'm barely awake, but I'm here. It's the beginning of season two. It's a brand new year, brand new slogan. I guess I need to come up with a new name for you besides Imagineer and Train. Um, Adventurers Club wannabe, Jim Murphy. Kungaloosh, yes. Kungaloosh. Oh, man, that that was my favorite Smallin' movie. Um, So, it's a new season, and we... (laughs) We do not have a uh, we do not have a theme park anymore. We murdered our old theme park, of course Apex. So we need a new one. And okay, I realized a problem. Okay. And that's the last. Well, the last time we pitched a pitched a um a theme park, I didn't. Oh, what's the word? Try. I didn't kind of realize the thunder I needed to be bringing to the table at that point. Because Jim came in with, like, notes and shit. Meanwhile, you, I was there like, I don't know, Brant's You brought the thunder bro. later. I brought, I bring, I bring the thunder once we get on the inside. But this time, I think I have brought some thunder. And I would like, can, if you don't mind, I'd like to begin with mine. Okay. Because I've essentially created opposite attractions, the theme park. Okay. Because, uh, okay, so just go with me on a journey through time and space. You walk through the gates of this amazing theme park, and you see this big, like, you know how, like, the opening to Magic Kingdom, it's like an old city. It's old city, it's really nice. Well, this is a new school city, most specifically... <laughs> New York City, and it is like you are in the center of Times Square, and there are all these giant billboards, except instead of advertisements for the latest Dwayne The Rock Johnson film, it is tweets from people visiting the park, it is, uh, like, the very front, the middle building is literally a live feed of everybody who has entered the park, so you're, like, welcomed consistently. Yeah, welcome to to, uh, Big Brother security yeah there's like pictures up that you've posted on your instagram this is the first completely integrated with social media theme and i've named it createopia where you are the star of the show Um, because that's the that's the thing jim and i know you've talked to me about this before a lot of right it just kind of feels like people are holding your hands through theme parks like, you know, you're being taken on an adventure. You have no control. This park is all about you have the control. You get to bring things in. Um, let's see. Well, I had a few ideas. I have a question um, first. Uh, okay. Is is any of the uh, tweet slash video slash photo slash live streaming 
is it on some sort of a time delay where it can be um, <laughs> where it can be where it can be uh, monitored for uh uh like you know crotch messes or anything crotch messes like uh, if a crotch mess no. would pop up like hey welcome to creatopia here's a here's an eggplant emoji here's the eggplant emoji uh yes obviously that was actually one of my first because i was like this would be really cool and then i was like mm, five minutes until a dick is on that <laughs> five whole minutes is what i'll give it till a yeah, dick happens Dis- i mean at least disney's dicks are metaphorical yeah and so uh i i i, I had a lot of good ideas for it like okay. a few ride ideas like you like obviously one obvious one so, so you're gonna get right uh, into the rides right now is that what you're doing well, no, no, just some ideas we could get into. Like, you know, the design your own roller coaster that they had in yeah. um, some of all thrills, Disney yes. for a while. Yeah, yeah, some of all thrills. Like, we'd have one of those. You get to make your own roller coaster. Um, a one I enjoyed was a vote based drop ride where you're Uh-oh. all sitting there and you're just like, I don't want to fall yet. I don't want to. Okay, you know what? I'm ready. Press the button. Uh oh, the rest of the crowd isn't ready. Uh oh! Now I just have to wait, and you can't change your answer. Once it's locked in, it's locked in, and then finally, once everybody, like once uh fifty percent hits it, you drop, and then it moves you up and down. Um, that was a few ideas I had. Uh, a lot of the rides are gonna be based on like voting, like roller coasters, where you like get a left or right, and uh the whole like train votes. Like if you go left, it's like a drop. If you go right, it's a loop de loop. Um. One of the ideas that I really enjoyed, though, was the fact that, uh, I, like, not everything will work off of a voting system. You can't vote on, like, uh, it's a small world. And so I was like, well, wouldn't it be cool if one individual, like, person there got picked to do something cool? Well, how would we decide that? And that's when I came up with the Creatopia legacy system. Okay. That's gonna keep people coming back because the first time you go, very low chance you're gonna get picked for any of those number one positions. You, you gotta have seniority. People. Yeah, the more you go, the more likely you are to be chosen. So you have to basically fall in love with Creatopia, and Can... then you will be rewarded for your love. Do you only get chosen once, and that's it, or is there a limit? No, no, no. No, no, no. Like, it, it, I mean, it will rarely happen. Believe me. But I, <laughs> there is a sh- chance you will get picked every single time. Um, and so uh, that that was my idea. Was just like these. I had a really good ride idea, and then I forgot it by the time I got to my notepad oh, to write Jesus. it down. Well, that's but, why we uh, have I, like fourteen or thirteen weeks to figure that out. Yeah, well, I I do want to pitch my one ride, which I do like, because then it gives us a feel for what this season is going to be about. Okay. And this is, this is the, before I rode Figment, this was what I wanted Figment to be. I do love Figment and all of its tropes and whatever. You wanted him to be orange instead of purple. I'm sorry. Well, well, let's say I did, Jim. (laughs) I had no choice. That bitch was going to be purple no matter what. But. In my ride, what happens is you have a screen in front of you like Spaceship Earth. The s- next to you is a glass wall that we project onto. Screen, you build your imaginary friend. 
next to you after you build him. Okay. He zooms in and he is now sat next to you in the chair. And now you get to spend your ride with this little imaginary fucker next to you. And so you get your own little buddy you get to hang out with on the ride. And then... At How many unique I, options would we have? Not enough to make a dick. Not enough. <laughs> I'm saying... I'm just saying, like... Could you become bored fairly quickly if you just kept going back and like, oh, I've seen this one before, or I've I can't pick I anything. I feel like so. I can't pick anything different. No, no, no. It's not gonna be like the figment little build your own figment yes. at the end of the ride. It's gonna be better than that. Like we're gonna like have custom baseball caps and stuff like that. There could be DLC if we wanted. Um, and then, uh, as you go through, you kind of just go on an adventure with your little imaginary buddy, and then at the end of the ride, he's like, alright, gotta go! And then you go into a room, and it's like, it's a small world, except it's everyone's creations all around you. Oh, that's So you get to enjoy the artwork. And I think a lot of the stuff from this will be inspired by, uh, the Jackbox series of games. You're you're saying, like, like, per, per, like, ride vehicle train yeah so like if there's 20 people on the ride like on your set like like imagination is you get to the last room and instead of being like uh purple dots everywhere it's just like 20 different imaginary friends okay all just like what's up like they're like what's up carly what's up craig what's up (laughs) gareth and then you uh and then like yeah i just really like that idea um and then i came up with one like it it would be like based off of the jackbox game drawful where you get to kind of just draw your own creations and people vote on them and stuff like if i could have the ideal sponsor for this theme park it would be jackbox games because they have like a lot of really good interactive stuff to boost creativity this is a ride about creation you create your own ride I am intrigued. So, yeah. I'll have to write down uh, what that is because I'll need to look up what that is. Because I am not a... Oh, yeah, the Jackbox well. game stuff? It's yeah. very They're very fun games. Um, also, I like that they are like old game, like certain games where you can draw the enemies and draw what your main character is and draw all that. I like the idea of doing that, but then it becomes the ride. Obviously, we pick one person who is not inclined to draw a penis. But other than that, other than that, we should be good. My ride is very, very, my park is very, very susceptible to dick embarrassment. (laughs) Within roughly two weeks, someone will have figured out how to get a dick on every ride. It'd be like Hidden Mickey's, but it'd be Hidden Dickies. (laughs) Hidden Dickies, exactly. I have formed a theme park. Just take where the you it, just take the two circles for his ears and move them closer together, and then make the circle for his head just a little thinner and longer, and you're good. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Kind of like so that's that. my th- that's my theme. I'm not committed to the Creatopia name. Yeah, uh, I think, but I just oh no, it's Colortopia. Inventions has two things in it. One of them is Colortopia. Yeah. I just know uh, I want it to be like you're the star or like you make the decisions. That's the big idea behind all of it. And you create the rides. I don't know. Okay. Opposite attractions, the theme park. Um, I'm going to read to you uh, basically the the, uh, like opening 
like um what's the what am i thinking here like the opening ceremony speech thing okay that they would give on the wake up you huh? wake up at 8 a.m. to go to the grand opening of this theme park, and there's this old man sitting there with a with. with he walks out on a cane, and he's very crippled. Then as he gets close, <laughs> he falls forward and does a somersault. He's like, "Hello," and this is what he says. <laughs> that that I could I could go with that. Okay, so this is. Uh, I'm not really tied to my name of my park because it's very uh, generic, and it kind of annoys me that it's been used for a lot a lot of things. But, it's uh, called I'm gonna, Hyperion. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it anyway for this because I couldn't think of anything better, and it'll probably have to stick. But uh, okay, here we go. Uh, I apologize on the video because I'm reading. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna get through this. On this day, we should take a moment to be reminded of the quote that started us on this long journey: the creation of this park. I am, of course, speaking of William Sessions, former director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Who said, winners don't use drugs. It is on that four-word foundation that Arcadia was built to be enjoyed by the masses one quarter at a time. Yes! It is my honor to invite you beyond our gates using the only two words that are necessary. Insert coin. What? Welcome to Disney Quest times five! Yeah, actually, well, yes, it is essentially a theme park based around uh, the arcades of the late 80s and early 90s. Okay, so, welcome to Disney Quest Times <laughs> 5! The, the only now, problem I have with this is that I stated at the beginning of the first season that I didn't want to use previously done IP, and now I've thrown that out the window. <laughs> I was fixed to say, uh, my dog, I'm not coming up with, like, new... What's up? It's spherical yellow, man, with a chunk missing. Well, no, I had the idea of making characters based on game, uh, company, like, game companies. So there would be, yeah. uh, there would be Williams that is a, uh, that is kind of like Wilson from Castaway, but it is a pinball. Oh, okay. With a, and instead of like a bloody f- handprint, it would be like a scuff mark from the pinball uh, plunger. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. But it would have a smiley face in it. Um, and then there was a, a, a Kunami, who cool could Nami. like who had uh, who uh, ha- was uh, a cat that had ninety nine lives, and was secretly well, yeah, a hacker. He starts- he starts the day with three lives, but then every day when he wakes up, two jumping jacks, two squats, and then uh, two left, two uh, fucking left, left, up, up, down, down. Anyways, um, I just really love the concept of us trying to come up with, like, the rip-off IP for this part. Oh, no, I thought, Angry more, Mo- I thought more like Angry if you pick, you pick games that don't really have backstories and you try to make them. Oh, okay. Like, this is so, like, uh, The Adventures of Larry Pitfall. Oh, okay. I thought you meant for, like, my favorite arcade game, Angry Monkey and the Little Races. <laughs> I have to come up with a backstory on why that monkey's throwing barrels I don't at rem- him. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I thought you were talking about Final Fantasy VII. I'm sorry. <laughs> no! 
No, it's all about the little racist jumping over barrels to rescue his uh, not wife from this monkey. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Um, we can kind of oh, go man. either direction here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of an either direction right now because, like, with my. The problem with mine is it's so open-ended that we could do a whole lot of anything and just, like, tie it in with one small thing. Yours is the opposite, where it's got so specific. That I had a hilarious like, idea that all the entrances to all the attractions would look like the cabinets, but larger. Oh, or like, okay. like, just the top. Like, imagine if you took the cabinet and maybe cut it off, like, where the quarters would go in. And you go in through the coin slot? You basically go in, like, you, I mean, you would basically be walking in where the screen is, like, in that area, mm -hmm. but there would be just, like, flat sides. Yeah, flat sides. And then the name, like, above it, like, spray paint, freaking airbrush-looking, uh, freak, what the hell fuck is that game? Out, um, what, Outrun? We just Outrun, just spray paint it up there. Oh, yeah. Dude, can you imagine for like our Halloween horror nights, one of the scare zones is just a line of five people running around, and if they catch you, you have to get to the back of them, and then they keep running around, and then if you run into the tail, you lose. No, the the scare zone would be uh, the game off road, the but none of the but none of the uh, steering wheels can spin very well. Remember that okay, game? Okay, okay. Remember that game? Hey kids, you remember this hit game? Oh, let me find it. Um, oh shit, uh, not so. Uh, I mean, oh yeah, Ivan Stewart's super off road. <laughs> oh dude, I'm trying to think of a way we could like incorporate. Now I'm trying to think of ways we can incorporate like asteroids and like Gal Galaga into this park. Uh, Alien Shoot Fest. I mean, not Galaga. <laughs> Alien Shoot Fest and uh triangle rocks it's not 1941 it's more like 1946 the war's over yeah it's actually just a tank sitting there and it's not doing anything it's just sitting there uh yellow pizza man and mrs yellow pizza man versus the the color ghosts well oh, that game actually one. has a backstory oddly enough and it has to do with like space i think i think yeah, pac-man's supposed to be an astronaut um, digging man and his exploding uh, punishment <laughs> tube. <coughs> oh man, this season would be nothing but really shitty, like rip off characters if that's what happens. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> I I I I feel like my okay. What's your opinion right now between the two parks? I, I, well, what are, how are we going to do our challenges this time? What's our challenge, uh, situation? I think we're still gonna, I think we're still gonna have some repeat challenges, but I don't think we're gonna do, like, the, th the beauty of the first season was the fact that we didn't have any specific to the park. We weren't like, alright, now you have to make a fire superhero based ride. The beauty of it was it was just like, this is a kind type of ride I like, let's do something based off of that. So I think it's going to kind of remain the same. I don't think okay. we're, I'm going to be like, all right, next week is our Arkanoid series. <laughs> next week we have to make a sandwich moment attraction. Yeah. This is a, uh, this is the Quicks-based ride. No one remembers it nor ever goes <laughs> to it. Except for me, because I had it for my Nokia phone when I was like 10, and I really loved Quicks. is a very good game. <laughs> 
It's not in the park, but you can take home a hyper bicycle. A hyperactive <laughs> bicycle. Yeah. Man, it's gonna suck when we try to get Tron, though. They're gonna <laughs> be like, no. I feel like someone else knows this IP. No, it'll be fine. This one's called Ron. It's just about some guy's stepdad <laughs> in a laser suit. <laughs> just zipping about. And of course, Ron is played by Jeff Bridges. Um. So, so yeah, I, I don't know. I like mine because it has more possibilities. I, I but like that's yours. Also, I, that's I like also yours. scary. Because then it just becomes a matter of like, wow, so we could just do anything. Whereas with yours, it gets very, very yeah. specific. Well, the point is that we could do, we could technically do anything with the last one. We technically did uh, Footloose. <laughs> <laughs> What um, makes you say that? Says the man who put Keanu Reeves and the Golden Girls in a superhero themed bar. Yeah, I, I just think if the idea is that the the point of the the place is that like the person is the like you going into the park is the like it's I don't want to say like you're the star or whatever, but you're trying to make it as aim toward them as possible every chance you get and i feel yeah. like disney and i don't know if universal's doing that stuff but disney's trying to do that stuff in little yeah. bits and pieces so at least there is precedent for trying yeah, to that, figure well, I mean, out where the where the line is that's kind of what i based it off of like going through the is it the, i can't remember if it's jungle cruise or expedition everest that will put your name and like the tickets on the wall and the signs on the wall and then like on uh, haunted mansion they'll have like your name or swap your heads around and shit like that like yeah. i want people to feel like they're part yeah, of the yeah, ride there it's kind of like disney's at like phase like step two of that and we want to try to figure out what like step a hundred is <laughs> Yeah, like where's the like, maximum what? amount we can take it before it's over the line? The most interactive theme park of all time is what we are going for right here. I think. I think like, that works. Uh, yeah, I think that could work. Awesome! I did it. I, I think, did it, Ma. I made a theme park. I just think we have to really nail down what the challenges are going to be. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, yeah, well, I think we're going to have to repeat some of the stuff because they were very vague, but. Yeah, like, I know we probably are going to keep a spooky ride and a roller coaster and the weenie ride. We never technically did, like, quote-unquote roller coaster. We did motion simulator and we did uh, other things I can't remember. Yeah. But we never um, really said, like, oh, just make a roller coaster. It just happened a, a couple times. Is there a name for this park that is not pure garbage is because like well if you remember create... from last time <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything either and then i created the just... worst thing ever apex the peak of thin hey you're not I'm supposed down. to say it this is a new season oh i'm sorry that baby's dead i can't bring yeah. up that baby's name well every All time right, you hold... said it you nearly vomited so i'm trying to stop you from throwing up on your microphone okay hold on i'm just gonna look up creativity but in other languages like, that's what I do. Anytime I need to name something and I get, like, I can't figure it out, I'm just, I look it up in different languages and whichever one sounds cool, I put it in. Okay. So, all right, let's see. Creative in... Looking for... Swahili. 
Hakuna Matata Land. Well, uh, ba- in, in Basque, it's just creative. Uh, a whole lot of these is still just creative, sounding a little bit different. Uh, creative, creative. Um, oh, I can't read any of these languages. That's bad. <laughs> okay, hold on. Chiche, this is an African language that I can't pronounce, but it's Kalenga. And I kind of like Kalenga, but it will also give us a real, like, it, it's going to give us a, um, a Animal Kingdom vibe, I think. <laughs> That's Oaha. probably not a zoo. Creative. Haitian Creole is just creative. Okay, creative so interactive now. in Mandarin is Hudong, and I don't, I think that would be a bad message. Welcome to Hudong, where you decide. Where the dick is. No, that's what it is. Okay, hold on. So since this is not a something that has to come into fruition, I'm now pulling back the ban on dicks. <laughs> this, this is now... <laughs> that's awful. And this is now called Who Dong It. The, <laughs> the, the place where you get to be king and put dicks on whatever you want. And so, uh, yeah, and then, of course, we have the Hudongit warriors who go out and try to stop dicks from happening. It's pretty cool. It, the, like, there's a backstory to the park about drawing dicks on stuff. It's like, um, oh, God, what's that Netflix series? American, it's like American, um, not murderer, American, uh, graffiti? No, that's not it. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just looking up American dicks, because I know... American Vandal, that's what it's called. It's just a show where a guy... Like, it's based off of, like, the American Killer series, where it's just like, I don't know how he did it, but I know he did it, and stuff like that. But instead of it being a murder, it's all about a guy drawing dicks on stuff. I knew he drew the dick. The minute I met him, he drew that dick on there. And so, um, yeah, that's what this park's gonna be all about. So you want to? I I don't know if I subscribe to that. Uh, you like I how say, I had a good? You like how I had a good idea, and then since the episode was running short, I just decided to destroy it real quick. I don't feel it was running short. I will say that um, uh, in Norwegian, mm-hmm. interactive is spelled inter, so I N T E R A K T I V. How about enter? I, I kind of like, like spelling. How about enter, as in like enter on a on a keyboard? E N T E R. Okay. Active, interactive, and then like all this, and then when you leave the park, it says exit active. <laughs> Wait, why don't we just call it active, and then the front of the park says interactive? Uh, so, um. This is active, our theme park about interactivity. Can we spell it a different way? A-K-T-I-V. That's exactly what I wrote. Um. (laughs) Welcome to active. (laughs) All right, we have a theme park, interactive. Yeah, we might workshop the name as we go. (laughs) Why, just because it sounds like a Swedish pop band? We are active. This is our job. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. 
Hold I on, like wait, this. Hold on. I like Google's thing is that like the difference between Norwegian and uh, like there's certain other languages. Like, like the only difference is like one of them has like an accent mark somewhere in the word. Yeah. Um. So we are interactive. <laughs> that's that's the jam. <laughs> That's the that's the kind of music. <laughs> Hold on, like you know, Disney works really hard to make sure all their music sounds welcoming, and then it just kind of feels like it's faded into the background as you walk through interactive. It's just like. music welcome to interactive oh god so uh well we've got our theme part active jim it's been a week where can they find two you weeks. on the internet it's been two it's weeks it's been two weeks oh i can be found at apparently smart on Twitter, and that's about it. Oh wait! <laughs> oh wait! End. Wait! Wait! No, I did. Uh, I did. Uh, Wonderland posts. Yeah, it was off. Your your smart version of this project, Wonderland. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's that smart, given that my first attraction is uh, an intern bitching. Well, it is apparently smart. So, uh, <laughs> yes. and you could you could find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S C O T T Y E M O. You could buy my book on Amazon. It's called Queasel Corp, A Tale of Dicks and Douchebags. That's spelled Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. Actually, I just now realized the day this comes out is also going to be the day the brand new book, BS versus the Gods, drops. So make sure to check that out. It's by oh, me and my buddy Blake Tanner. It's a fantastic book where we take on Grecian gods and destroy them in epic fashion. And it honestly has probably the most buck wild ending to any book i've ever written and i really enjoy it um of course if you guys are liking the show on if you're watching on youtube or listening on itunes make sure to rate and subscribe do all of that fantastic stuff right there ladies and gentlemen make sure to check out this and all the other amazing bs products on a load of pure bs.com we got this we got my show a load of bs and of course fight boys our pro wrestling podcast and, of course, me and Jim can be found online. Make sure to check out all of Season 1 before we get into Season 2 over at opposite-attractions.com. And remember, gentlemen, you can find me and Jim on the Twitter and Facebook at op-at-show. That is spelled O-P-P-A-T-T-S-H-O-W. Are you down with O? <laughs> <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> oh, baby.